All right, and we are live and welcome to Empowering Intuitives Explored Talk Show. I'm Reverend Dr. Michelle Walker with you. And tonight with me is Reverend Cindy Summers from Cleveland, Ohio. She's a psychic medium and spiritual counselor. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Good, Michelle. How are you doing tonight? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. It's so good to see you. Let's go ahead and I'm going to get this shared out here so people can um, follow us live and let them know that they can uh, come in and comment as we go. And we love the interactions and the uh, live comments. It's fantastic. Tonight, we're going to talk about uh, dreams. And I love this topic. Um, I think it's so amazing to... Um, delve into this topic of dreams and your intuition. Yeah. Uh, dreams, you know, well, we've all been dreaming since day one, I guess, right? Whether we recognize it or not. And um, I don't know. I find it interesting because I feel like I get a lot of information in my sleep. Do you feel the same way? I do. And you know what's interesting is... Um, it's probably one of the easiest ways that spirit tries to bring us information, whether we're wide open or not. When we're in that dream state, um, we're, we're much more open and our minds are usually calmer, you know, and so we do. We tend to uh, bring in more information. Yeah, I feel the same way, too. So the logical mind gets removed because as humans, we tend to think through our problems and sometimes the rational, logical piece of us, it, it just doesn't work because some things aren't meant to be logical, right? Sure. And, and then so the intuition and the dreams, I mean, really they go hand in hand, but we do get out of the way. And, it, and it's pure. It's pure. It's pure guidance. Um, sure. Because like, as you know, as an intuitive, it, we can read for someone else pretty easily, but sometimes for our own stuff, we might struggle. So then we go to another intuitive um, and we certainly dream. And, and that's a nice way to sift through, what am I supposed to do about this? Is this really a problem? Um, um, and insight even into things that maybe we didn't even realize was a thing. And then we dream about it and we realize, oh, this is now a thing. I, I ought to be, um, you know, aware, I guess. You know, and I think it's it's really interesting. A lot of people think that if you're not in that deep REM sleep, that you don't dream. But that's not true. We dream in all stages of our sleep. But it's usually when we're in that deep REM sleep that we have the more connected, more complex, more vivid dreams. Um, so those I find are really complex to unwind sometimes and try to figure out the underlying meanings, you know, but um, I agree with you. I think that there's so our dreams and message from spirit is so complex. And a lot of times in our dreams, it's not verbatim, you know, a lot of people, it's very rare to prophesize through dreams, if you will, you know, to have it literal and to have that. It happens, but for most people, it doesn't happen that way all the time. It may occasionally. For me, though, that's that tends to be what happens is I usually dream 
literal and I get prophecy of, of uh, premonitions of things that are coming up and I have since I was a little girl I used to always say when I was little if I had to dream two nights in a row it used to freak me out mm -hmm. because I'm like oh my gosh if this happens the third night that's exactly what's gonna happen and that's what would happen I'd have a repeating dream and the third night then that's when it would happen Mm -hmm. it used to freak me out I didn't understand what that was all about but it was spirit's way of trying to communicate and let me know what was coming but it's not always that clear for most people and I and I love that you know um, because it can be very scary when you're dreaming and we feel like we have no control over our dreams and then boom these things are you know you feel like oh my god did I will that to happen how did that happen how did I dream it exactly and have it so vivid and then it really was what it was Right. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had dreams like that? I do get I do get prophetic dreams, but mine are highly symbolic. So I never dream. I shouldn't say never, right? But for the most part, um, someone will represent um, some something or someone in the dream, and then I have to sift through who it's really about. You know, and, and of course, it always has to do with if that, with us, but but who else or, or what other situation? And then so I find I have to ask myself, okay, what does this person represent for me? Because say, for instance, maybe that person isn't even in your life anymore, but they represent something. Everybody represents someone. And then I'm like, do you yeah. agree? Sorry. Yes. No, I do. I agree. I think it's very um, symbolic. Yeah. And a symbol for me might not mean the same symbol for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really an important key to talk about too, because it tends to work like that for most people is, um, and, and I know if I'm sure being um, an intuitive, somebody has said, hey, I had this dream, can you interpret it for me? And if you go by books, you know, they're mm -hmm. not, personal and our dreams are very personal so yeah it's almost like when when you're developing your intuition and you get symbols symbols then become personalized to you like for example like when when I give a message if I get um, flowers and they're presenting that means something to me where you might take it as a different meaning um, and in dream state it might have a different meaning for each individual person. So it's almost mm -hmm. like you have your own little um, symbol dictionary that you build with spirit on on what, oh, that's what that means. Yes, okay. Makes sense? It does, it does. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that, that there are definitely symbols that are very individualized. Um, mm -hmm. But I do find too that there are some symbols that can be more common, I guess, you know, um, depending, depending on what it is and depending on the situation. So sometimes I refer to like dream dictionaries in order to, uh, you know, like I'll dream about something. I'm like, I can't put meaning to this. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Now, and I just go on my phone and I have like, okay, I have an app and I go right to the app. Um, if I'm like, okay, what is this? I have no clue what this could possibly mean. I'll, I'll go to it and see, okay, does this resonate? And that's the other thing, right? Does it resonate? Yeah. And if the meaning doesn't resonate at all, then probably don't even go down that road. But, you know, it's, it's like its own language. 
dreams. I think the dictionaries are a great place for to start, mm-hmm. but when you're trying to interpret a dream or trying to get a gain a deeper understanding of it, I think exactly what you said. You have to go. All right, so let's use let's use a, a an interpretation. So like say you dream and I'm sure we all have dreamt this at one point or another that you're like falling 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 off of a building or a cliff or something and you know, it's like okay, what's going on in the dream? How did it make you feel? You know, mm-hmm. what feelings and emotions came up with that? Were you like, "Oh, this is cool. Look at the viewer." You like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to die." You know, like what were your feelings and intense emotions that came up? And so as with anything else, it's symbols, but it's also the totality of the dream. Mm-hmm. Did it feel loving? Did it feel, you know, the feelings and emotions all come into it when you're trying to interpret it? Yeah, I agree. The emotion is really important. So if it felt, if it felt good or positive, then whatever that symbol is, um, it, it, it's a happy situation. And, and if it was scary or upsetting, then, you know, then we have a frame of reference, I guess. So yeah, the emotion is important. Well, and I also think that, um, you know, dreams sometimes, if you have dreams at different times in your life, very similar, mm-hmm. those repeating patterns that we tend to have in our lives can come up. So, you know, one thing I always recommend to all of my friends and clients and patients is dream journals, <laughs> yeah. dream journals, and to write down exactly what we're talking about. Like, you know, what did you see? Who was there? Like you had mentioned earlier, like who, who is there? Who's the, the uh, point of reference for that person or figure or guide or angel or whoever? And then how did you feel about all of that? Was there smells and you know, like using all your intuition? What did you hear? What did you see? What did you feel? You know? Yeah. And then even the, the details that maybe you wouldn't think would be important. You know, it could be it could be color. Um, it could be what were you wearing? You know, was there was there was there um, something like shoes? Shoes are important in a dream. What kind of shoes? Did they fit? Did they not fit? You know, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, crazy things that we might think, oh, that's that's silly, but it's not silly. It's something, you know. Um, so so paying attention to the dreams and and then and then writing them down in the greatest of detail, um, and then after you've written down everything you can remember down to the silliest thing, then interpreting it, right? So that you don't forget. You don't want to forget the dream, right? Do you find that? Do you find you forget yours sometimes? Well, I think there's a lot of us that like that they term it like people that don't recall, non recallers, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm either all or nothing. Like if yeah. I, if I recall a dream state, it's extremely in depth. I mean, like I'm living it, like I'm feeling it, it's palpable. It, it's, I'm so engrossed in it, or I just don't remember anything. <laughs> like, for me, it tends to go, you know, those ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes we get bits and pieces in our dream state. And so, you know, if you've ever, and I, how many people that are on here tonight have had a dream where you're like, that made no sense. Like you feel like you got a bit or a piece of it. 
of the whole thing that that you're like, but I just can't remember anything else. And then, you know, if you ask for it and, and it comes mm-hmm. back, um, you, you may have a different part of the dream come at a different point. You're like, oh, this is where I left off. And you pick it up where you left off. And it expands the view or the idea or the um, concept that you've been trying to discern through the dream. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, do- it does. It does. Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'll go what seems to be nights without dreaming. And, um, and who knows why, you know, I don't know that I necessarily have an answer to that. I do know if I sleep crazy, crazy deep, I don't remember anything. Um, like last night was one of those nights and it, you, know, you wake up groggy. It's like, oh my gosh, I slept so good, which is actually very rare for me. And so when I do sleep good, I'm like, I'm kind of okay with not having, <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I slept. You know, um, I, I know crazy things. Right. Um, uh, so but when I do, when I do remember the dreams, I do write them down when I wake up um, so that I don't forget. Um, and sometimes it's like on my phone, I'll, I'll just like dictate, you know, okay, oh, this is crazy. Um, just for the point of remembering, um, because it's, it can be so frustrating to forget, especially if it felt important. Like, I don't know if you feel that way. There are times I'm like, this is important dream. I need to remember this. Well, you know, and, and I, a lot of my clients will do that. And I think when you've lost somebody or you really want to connect with one of your loved ones on the other side, mm-hmm. we tend to remember their face, but maybe not everything or they start to talk or, you know, people feel like it's, oh no, no, I saw them, but I didn't get to finish talking or they feel like they've missed out on a part of the dream. Yeah. And I like to bring it back to, um, but how did you feel when you saw them? You know, yes. our loved ones tend to come in that way in a dream state, um, just to let you know that they're thinking of you, that they love you, and they're just coming around to see what's going on to let you know they're supporting you from the other side. And that is huge for people. And when you, as a, a, a medium, we can validate that with um, the, the loved ones on the other side. And then they'll be like, yeah, I did. I just dreamt about them. And, you know, or maybe around their anniversary of their birthday or anniversary of their death, or maybe there's a, a big event happening in the person's life here. And they're just popping in to say, I see it. Uh, I'm, I'm aware, you know? Yeah. Um, I find the same thing with my clients. Um, sometimes they get upset and they'll say, well, why aren't they coming around to talk to me, to, you know, so that I can feel them. And, and, you know, my answer is, is, is that they are, but you're, you're so deep in grief that you're not feeling or seeing or hearing them. Whereas maybe if you were in a calmer state, you know, if we're fast forwarding down the road when it's not so raw or and not so fresh, then you're more apt to hear them. You know, um, but but yeah, and it's a beautiful way to connect with with dearly departed because uh, it, it's just pure. And so, but we as mediums, we you know we help bridge that gap. You know, we do that all the time. Right. Um, but everybody dreams, whether they realize it or not. I do believe. And I think it's great too because little ones, you know, children are great to go. Well, grandma came in my dream and was talking to me and you know they have these vivid imaginations but yet you can we can validate that very easily and you know it's it's usually always with 
a warm, loving feeling, and it, they get excited. And the very wide open children often talk about their guides coming in and talking to them and teaching them something or, you know, letting them know things are okay. And that's what I've experienced um, with the children in my life. Um, you know, they're always like, oh, yeah, I have this person that comes around and they feel like my angel. And, you know, it might be one of their guardians um, or their guardian angels. And um, for them, it's really reassuring when people see the angels coming into a, a dream that they're feeling loved and protected and comforted and supported. And uh, maybe that's exactly what they needed at the time. It is. It's reassuring. And, um, and I feel sometimes that uh, parents don't always realize um, that their children could be spiritually gifted, and most kids are. Uh, and when they start describing either dreams or experiences, uh, and, and, and I, you probably get the hit too, like when you're working with somebody and then you realize they have a spiritually gifted child. Um, sometimes they're surprised by that. Sometimes they're not, but I feel like deep down, they always kind of know. And then they're like, well, now what do I do now? What do I do with this child? You know, I'm like, well, you know, you've got, you've got Harry Potter left on your doorstep. So now you need to, <laughs> you need to cultivate this. Right, for sure. You need to cultivate this gift. Um, but yeah, kids, uh, kids, kids were on the other side not so long ago, and they have. It's easier for them, don't you find? Like it, it's mm -hmm. like a, a natural tendency. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love. I love that. Okay. I love that. I wish it was so easy, right? All the time. <laughs> well, you know, one of the the cool things that I like about about dreams and your intuition is that it's a soft in if you will you know like working with the angels people find that that's a soft way to communicate with spirit and it doesn't freak them out it's very loving and supportive and dreams are what i call soft in so you know we tend to take those messages if it's delivered in a loving kind way take it easier than those more abrupt, crazy dreams, right? We tend to be like, oh, I don't even want to deal with that. Right, and right. And so if, you know, like I just keep seeing in my mind as I'm trying to explain this to you, like one dream that I used to always have, and later I found out there's a meditation that we you do was I'd always go into the garden and I would always go into the garden and my loved ones would come and talk to me there. But then later when I had my spiritual awakening and then people were like, well, let's do this meditation. And I'm like, how do they know what's in my head? Like this, this is where, you know, like, I used to go here all the time in my dream state because it felt comfortable and protected and, you know, having different loved ones come up and just talk to you and just let you know that they see what's going on and that, Hey, I'm still here, you know, was a huge comfort for me with the way my life wasn't growing up. So it was like, okay, I'd wake up being like, I feel good, but that was weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could tell anybody about what I just experienced, but boy, that was really nice. And it was awesome. You know? Yeah. It, it is a gentle way, a gentle way to connect. Um, because the dreams that tend to be, frightening, um, uh, disturbing. Um, we really remember those. I feel like that's, and, and for me, that 
that's when we're not paying attention and ought to be. And that's why the dream gets heated, frightening, scary, whatever the case is, it bubbles up. You know, it's like that pot of, of whatever that's cooking. And it's like, well, you're not listening. <laughs> you're not listening, Cindy. So we're going to give you a nightmare so that you do listen. It's like, oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> I just <laughs> laugh because that's so true that, you know, they will find a way to get your attention. And there is nothing more. Only a couple of things will wake me out of a dead sleep. The sound of a dog vomiting. <laughs> that one gets everybody. <laughs> and some something that just gets your adrenaline pumping in your dream state and you wake up like, <gasps> What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. For me too. For me too. And then I and then I and then I realized if I got to that point, it's like, all right, I really clearly was not paying attention to something. I need to get on the stick and figure this out. Um and so um and and I and nobody wants to have a nightmare or 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 it doesn't have to be a nightmare, even a repeat recurring dream. Um, um, that's going to get our attention. It's like, all right, I, I dreamt this last night. Oh, I dreamt this, this theme, you know, a week ago and I'm dreaming it again. And then I'm dreaming it again. I'm like, all right, I need to get my, my head around this. What, what's going on with me that I'm not understanding. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, the dreams have their, their modus operandi and, you know, and spirit knows what they're doing, right? So I love it. Elizabeth <laughs> says it's the disembodied voice that will wake her up. <laughs> yeah, that one gets me too. <laughs> um, but you know, right. I think one of the great ways is one thing that that I like to explain to people is that even if you have one of those, and I love how you said, you know, you picked up on it. Even if you missed it the first time, the second time that a repeating theme came up, you're like, what's this trying to show me? So we'll be more mindful about it. So when when our viewers are gonna get something like this happen and you have that very um, vivid dream or nightmare, if we wanna call it for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. and we don't know, you know, Yes, you can look at the, the dictionaries and, you know, writing it down. How did I feel? What was recalling everything that you can? But we can be more proactive than that. I like to then the next night, I like to just go into and be mindful and purposeful and say, okay, spirit, can we elaborate? I know that you're trying to talk to me. This yeah. is what I remember. Can you, can you show me more of it? Can you help me understand a, 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 a meaning in a, more gentle way <laughs> um picture like sitting i like gardens and so picture sitting in a garden and say can someone come here and i'm just gonna sit here as i go to sleep in my mind that's where i'm at and someone come and talk to me and have a conversation and help me understand and then when you wake up try to remember and write down everything that you can we can be more interactive with spirit and that's also building our intuition and they're gonna use your stronger intuitive muscles to show those things to you whether it's the voice if you're hearing or yeah. seeing or feeling mm -hmm. they'll utilize all of those abilities um to help get their message through yeah um ask for clarification right what what did you mean by that i i didn't grasp it or or maybe this is what i think it means but i'm not really sure um and it doesn't have to be 
explosive. It can be something that is kinder and gentler. Um, don't have to hit me with a two by four, you know, <laughs> right. Right. right? Yeah. 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 I think it's important. And if you, if you become more interactive and then you're writing it and you're journaling it, guess what? You're building over time, your own symbols with spirit, your own understanding of those things. So then when they bring it to you again, you'd be like, Oh, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this. We had a conversation about this. I remember this dream. Yes. And, but then that also gives you, um, that confirmation. Uh, about maybe what you were feeling on the earth plane. You Maybe you already had that instinct, like, ah, oh, I'm not dealing with this so well. Ah, eh, well, I'll put it off and I'll push it away and just yeah. focus on being human and not deal with these underlying things. And then when they come up again, your intuition's gonna go, hi, I'm back. <laughs> you didn't deal with me before, so. Right, right. Put on, back, put on the back burner for a little too long. So now it's time to, you know, think about that. Think about that piece. Um, I, um, I feel like we have to become better at understanding what our symbols represent. I think it's like a real work in process. And, and like you said, our symbols are, are specific to our own experiences. So I feel like when we dream about a person. And like I said, circling back to that, that idea, the symbol, you know, say you dream about, I don't know, um, say you dream about a, a supervisor that you had, you know, 20 years ago or whatever the case is, you don't work with that person anymore. And asking yourself, well, what did, what did Susie Q represent for me? You know, you know, was she, was she kind? And like, if, if you said, give me a couple words to describe her, I feel like that's where spirit's coming from. You know, and it may not have anything to do with work, for instance. It might it might be, well, okay, just for instance, let's say she was controlling and manipulative. Well, who in your life is controlling and manipulative? Who who is it? You know, who is this person representing? And it could be us, by the way. Um, it could be us, you know, and and, and I've had some really interesting dreams, some of my deepest dreams and most meaningful dreams have been what I would call role reversal, where I became the other person and they were me and I saw things through their eyes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And, 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 and it, it gave such perspective because then I understood how that other person felt because we only see things from our perspective when it happens to us. Um, so then um, if we have a, a reversal situation and it takes, it takes a little work to get to that point, I feel, you know, you, you just don't wake up and say, oh, it, it takes a little thinking, you know, like, all right, well, what was that all about? Um, but then we have that, that epiphany moment and, and it's like, oh, 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 I'm really him and she and she's really me or wh whatever the case is. You know, I, I might have said that wrong. But um, and now I understood where they, were, where they were coming from, how it felt and things that I had not considered in regards to whatever's going on. Um, so, boy, you know, dreams, it, it could be a real gift. It, it, it is a real gift. It is a real gift. Um, but, but, but developing our, like you said, developing our symbols 
um, like you said, the rose or the garden means something very specific to you. Um, and, and I know I have other symbols myself and it's like, oh, okay, I know what that means. Um, um, and some symbols are canned for me. I don't know about for you, you know, just your, your basic run of the mill symbol, like water, water is for me, it, it's about emotion, you know, maybe not everybody, but for me, it's emotion. So for me, water is healing. So water is about being very, um, grounded and washing, healing, washing away things. That's what water represents to me. So again, it's everybody is different, you know? Yep. It's interesting. Um, One thing I like about dreams and, and I love when somebody says to me, I wish heaven had, um, visiting hours. Water's healing for you too, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, I love it when somebody says, I wish, I wish heaven had visiting hours. And I say, but it does. You don't have to be a medium. So dreams are a really great place to invite your loved ones. And I find that, and even personally, I find that dreams have helped me grieve on different levels of that grief. So it helped me. And, and even at a point in my life when I wasn't wanting to communicate with spirit, um, you know, I wasn't welcoming that in my life. I used dreams to heal and to talk to my loved ones Mm -hmm. that, you know, like left, like, like, um, you know, several people that I just was like, yeah, I'm not done talking to you. I just have some things I'd like to say, and I want to hear from you. And so dreams were a really great way. Um, to do that and to find that extra level of healing of grief mm-hmm. and I encourage other people to ask for it and then allow it to be what it is you know sometimes people get so frustrated but I asked and I didn't get anything. right okay ask again this time ask to remember because <laughs> maybe you did have the experience you just don't remember right. maybe your deeper or higher self is gaining those information and you Mm -hmm. just aren't conscious of it maybe your subconscious was aware of it so it's like just because you ask doesn't mean you always get it the way you want it in a dream state either (laughs) you know but that's true and then the dream recall i feel it can be it can be a real issue for people you know some, some folks are convinced that they don't dream um and i know there's probably and you're a doctor, so there's probably medications that can affect that. Um, and, and there's 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 reasons, but I do feel though that people, generally speaking, do dream. Yes, and it, in your REM sleep and non-REM sleep, we dream. It's just the quality of the dream is different in REM sleep, which is when you get into that deeper state. But not everybody remembers it, and honestly, I believe that not every you don't we're not always meant to remember it. Sometimes it's not anything that we have to be conscious of, you know, some things we're working out. We don't have to be conscious of it. I have found too that um, sometimes I'll get out of the, what's the word, not the habit of of listening or recording my dreams. I, I, I do go through phases, you know, like you just get busy with life and it's like quick get up and, and get moving. I don't have time for this right now, whatever the case is. And then I circle back. I'm like, wait a minute. These dreams are important. Don't forget. Um, 
it, dream recall. So I have to retrain myself sometimes. And, and I tell my, I literally tell myself, and it's so, so hokey how it sounds, right? But I'm going to remember my dreams fully when I wake up from beginning to end, so detailed that I can write them down with ease. And try some sort of mantra before you go to bed, you know, just for kicks, right? Just try it. And then try it again the next night. And, and I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to bet that those that don't have any dream recall or think they don't dream will actually start remembering. So it's a nice thing. It's, it's almost like the same idea of when you go to bed, I'm going to wake up rested and refreshed and, you know, whatever mantra you may have, those tools really do help. I think those, you know, uh, I, I like how you kind of put it like as a mantra, but I think that uh, I say ritual, but I think it's really important that we do some kind of intentional communication with the divine. You know, like I always ask for clear and clean and clear protection around me. I actually started doing this, um, sticking the white light blanket up over me and over my dog since my one dog is ill and you can just feel them like snuggle in even more when I do this you know and other people that have a hard time sleeping I have them do the same kind of thing picture your angels picture whoever you want as your guardians beside your bed so you're rested like you know not nothing's coming around you're good you're golden you're surrounded in divine love and light and then ask for and be purposeful with a lot of times I'll say, I, I want to have deep, restful sleep. I'm not interested. I don't, sometimes I don't care if I'm dreaming or remembering it. I'm just it's not, it's not on my priority. I just want to have a deep, restful sleep and wake me up exactly at this time. <laughs> yeah. And trust that they really do help you with that, you know, because sometimes I'm like that four or five snoozes in the morning, you know, um, I'm like, please make sure I get out of bed by 530, please, you know, and sure enough, man, at 530, I will wake right up. Um, but setting those intentions, if you want to throw in there exactly what you want to do in your dream state, fantastic. But like you, there's times, whatever, man, just let me have a good night's sleep. And I'm groovy with that. I'm happy. Right. Right. It's just about regenerating sometimes and, and not being concerned about anything too deep. You know, sometimes we just need to sleep, just period. And and that's that's important in and of itself. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it, important we ask because sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to ask for help or I don't want to ask for healing. If you mm -hmm. have things on your mind, heavy on your heart, on your physical body, ask for healing you don't have to know everybody in in the divine that um can work with you just say hey while i sleep i ask for restful sleep please balance my chakras my meridians help heal these on all levels you know and you can go deep down that road as in detail as you want or just ask for healing for your highest good done you know and absolutely when you do that i find when i ask for healing that's when I start because it brings up things for me to see. That's when I will dream more. <laughs> ah. They're healing. And if there's a lesson or something that I haven't been wanting to look at, guess what happens? It comes up and I go, ah, okay. Thank you for that awareness. And I will integrate that. I'll work on that. Right, right. 
Yeah, asking it is given, right? We're taught that, and sometimes we forget um, that. And it's not just, we tend to, I think, Michelle, we tend to want healing for others, right? Mm-hmm. You know, your dog, our, our family members, um, our clients, whatever the case is, our patients. But we need to ask for ourselves as well. Because, you know, at the end of the day, the empty vessel has nothing to give. So we need to take care of ourselves um, uh, and, and our clients as well. You know, everybody needs to ask for help. So if you don't have um, a healer that you go to, then go directly to the divine. Yeah, for sure. The healer syndrome, we heal everybody else, but we <sighs> get to ask for ourselves. Absolutely. And the mom syndrome too. Moms do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Elizabeth says, I sleep in a healing chamber and that is when you get your best sleep and the best downloads. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, that's fantastic, too, because you're asking to be right in a healing chamber. <laughs> and that's getting, perfect. Yeah. So I think I think the big takeaway with with our dreams and using our intuition is asking we have the yeah. power to ask and we have the divine right to ask for assistance because we're in our humanness and there's so many complex things that surround the dream state, right? And right. it's not as simple as just having a dream and grabbing a dream dictionary and interpreting it. Sometimes I've done that and I'm like, man, I don't know, that doesn't seem like that fits. And that's my intuition going, nope, that's not what that symbol uh, meant for you. Right. It's not what that really represented. So trust that. Trust that. And um, mm-hmm. go with the feelings and go with the other parts of the dreams if the if the um, dictionary doesn't seem to be resonating. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice um, place to start, though. Like if you have if you're new to this and, and you don't you don't know, like, geez, well, where do I start with this? What what does this mean? I like the dictionary for the, the the newbies, you know, for those that are green. It's like, I don't know how to interpret a dream. And and then you start getting the lingo and you start getting um, a comfort level with with um, what with opportunities of 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 interpretation. So, you know, like dreaming about a, a dog has like so many different meanings it's crazy and, and then so so look it up if you have no clue for instance um or, or spider spiders have a ton of different meanings um some of which are positive some of which are negative and then what resonates you know what resonates oh that makes sense and then going back to the emotion in the dream you, were you frightened or was it was it warm and fuzzy it, it makes the difference um but it's a nice starting point for those folks that just don't really know how to go about interpreting the dream. Well, and and not only that, but I think having somebody to bounce it off of, having a like-minded um, friend or friends, you know, that like-minded tribe is so important because we get in our own way sometimes just even trying to interpret our own dreams mm-hmm. where we're like, am I just doing that purposefully or is that the divine? You know, we get in, we get in our own way and we muck it all up, right? And right. when you can say to somebody else, hey, can you interpret this for me just so that you try to interpret it, get your own feels for it, mm-hmm. and then ask somebody else to interpret it and then compare and see what feels the best. A lot of times you'll probably get the validation on it. Other times you may be like, 
oh yeah, that makes more sense. Like you might get the epiphany and get a different understanding, but you can do that for each other. And somebody that you love and that you trust and, and you know, you, you respect their opinions is going to just help both of you grow exponentially. It is, it is. Um, because sometimes um, a, a dream can be, not the dream, but something in life can be uncomfortable, right? And, and then when we have a, a deep attachment to outcome, we can really get in our own way and then well then what you know then then that's when we bring in you know somebody like like us and we help with that interpretation process um you know and, and then and then they have the dream so so it could be like oh well this is this is what i feel is going on and then sure enough many times the dream will um back that meaning up back the um back the reading up back what they're what they're feeling up and um so it is good to bounce off of somebody even if it doesn't have to be um a medium it could be just a friend or somebody that's good at those sorts of things you know somebody that's spiritual consciously spiritual absolutely and we're all intuitive and you know even if they're not a medium if you know there's somebody in every single person's life that you go to because they just have good instincts right they're just good at judging character. They just really always seem to have the right answers. Go to that person and say, hey, can you help me with this? And, you know, if you don't have that person, then ask spirit to bring that person into your life. And then just pay attention and be in the now because you, you'll be surprised how that person walks into your life. Someone will say, hey, I was just listening to this podcast and they were talking about dreams. And then before you know it... <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. She goes, yes, go to Michelle. Before you know it, like you get in somebody's path that can help you. And that's just how it all works, you know? Right, right. Symbology is so important and so intimate for each person. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, that's where when I was, I called it my code book. <laughs> So I felt like, like, um, like a spy and I'm going through my code book and I'm like, okay, well, when you do this spirit, I, that makes so much sense. As soon as you do that, I love it. Give me flowers and certain colors mean certain things for me. And I get flowers a lot, but that's my preference to how I like to see things. So, you know, I'll be like, okay, so if you bring me roses, that's what this means. And if you bring a yellow rose, that's what this means. And, you know, so I created my own little code book with spirit. And then every time they do it, I'm like, that that's awesome. Perfect. And I got that meaning. And every now and again, they try to like bring me a different meaning from the same thing. And I'll say, no, 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 no. Remember, that's what this one means. Like, we can't, we can't get in the way of that. Like yellow means this, right. <laughs> something else. And so when you work with spirit consciously like that, um, you can develop those symbols that are really, um, individualized for you so that you get them quicker. And it's, mm -hmm. it's for me, it's about being able to get the meaning to get the deeper understanding quicker so that I don't linger in the torture of, am I getting in the way? What is that supposed to be? Cause it feels like torturous sometimes when we don't have those clear mm -hmm. connections with spirit or that clear understanding. So, um, but the more you have the conversation, the more you invite them in, the more you ask for help, it gets easier over time. Of course, I didn't get to where I'm at like that. It took time to, to gain those understandings. 
It's funny. You, you talk about um, the, the dream journal you mentioned earlier. Um, I was going through basically a purge of my house, right? And I had been journaling probably for over 15 years now. And, and I had, I can't tell you how many journals I had. And uh, it, it was, and I, and I did, I finally got rid of them because I thought, well, okay, that was what I was, that's what was going on in the past. So it really wasn't relevant anymore, but I had, I had been journalizing so much that I, I, I can't tell you, there must've been a dozen journals that had been filled. And, and, and a, a lot got learned in that period of time. Um, fine tuning. It's a skill, really interpreting dreams. It's a skill. So it, it's not like you just wake up and like, and on occasion, we just know like, oh, I know what that means. But it, it's something that it's like, it's, it's muscle, you have to, you have to build it. You just don't go to the gym once and you're good to go. You got to build, you got to build it. So the interpretation process um, yeah, keep continue to ask spirit for more. Give me more detail. Give me more clarity. Yeah. Confirm this for me. This is what I think it means. Can you confirm it for me? Yeah, good one. Why not? Why not? Just ask. Well, I love that about the journals because for me, it seems to help me remember when I write things down. And even when I was in college, you know, it if I wrote it down and I rewrote my notes, it sunk in at a deeper level every time I did that. Not everybody is like that. So if you, if writing that, writing all of that stuff down doesn't seem to help for you, then come up with a different way that works for you. But for a lot of people, it does because it helps you bring in more detail and to solidify that more. It does. It does. Um, and, and maybe, maybe you're, uh, like I said, whether it's physically writing something down or dictating something on your phone because it's faster. Um, I feel because, because we do forget the details, or at least I do, I forget the details of my dream. Um, and so if it doesn't get put down right away, um, then I'll, I'll forget it. Elizabeth says it's the Virgo in me. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so one, yeah, no, right? one thing I think that we all could do tonight is when you, if you have a lot on your mind, keep, get a notebook and a, and a piece of paper. Mm. And what I call this is dumping. So if you have a hard time falling asleep because you're like, oh, I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do this. And you're running through the to do's, write it down. Say, tell spirit. Make an agreement with spirit. Okay. When my feet get off this floor, this is thy time for healing and restoration. So anything else that I didn't write down, please remind me in the morning. Set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. And just sometimes it's going to take you two minutes. Sometimes it might take you 15 to write all this stuff down. Just dump it on a piece of paper. Put it in your phone, whatever you want to do. And then put your feet up, lay down, put whatever kind of like you, your term was mantra, mine was ritual, whatever prayers, whatever intentions, whatever it is that you want to feel snug as a bug in a rug. I don't know why I'm saying that, but Spirit just said that. <laughs> um, so that you feel comfortable, loved, supported, and enveloped in divine love, whatever that is for you. And ask spirit to 
bring you a message in your dream state, period. And be open to whatever that is. And just say, and I'd like to remember it in the morning. <laughs> Send it out to the universe. You're not attached to the outcome. And just allow it to be whatever it needs to be. And then in the morning, as soon as you become conscious, grab your pen and paper and write down anything that you can remember. So sometimes for me, spirit will pick up that list that I tried to dump and they'll be like, oh, and you need to do this and you need to do this today. And they'll just keep on with the list. Mm -hmm. And then if there's something from a dream state, it may come through. Mm -hmm. So just write down tomorrow morning, whatever comes to mind. If nothing comes to mind, if you don't see anything and you didn't hear anything, did you feel anything? Maybe you're just gonna write, I felt refreshed, I felt centered, calm, loved, whatever. How did you feel when you woke up? Did you wake up like a bear on the wrong side of the bed? Maybe. Um, then put that down. <laughs> but this is just an exercise to help you um, start, to start um, asking to remember and start working it. And you don't have to do it every night. You could say, I'm gonna do this a couple times a week, once a week, whatever, at your own pace, whatever feels right for you. I love that advice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's helpful. So Cindy, I'm gonna put here, let us know, I'm gonna put your website for anybody that wants to learn more about Cindy and what she has going on at cindysummer.com. And um, tell us a little bit about what you do and um, how you can help people so they know to contact you. Sure, sure. So I have a practice in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I am a psychic medium, like you said. Uh, I, I do a lot of readings. I, I, I do readings and I do some more readings. Um, and and you, can, you can see me in person if you're in the area. Um, I do FaceTime and Zoom and, and phone sessions too, you know, so um, whatever works for people. Um, I do energy work. Um, I originally trained uh, as a uh, medical intuitive and I trained under a Sufi, was my, that was my first teacher, and learned how to move energy. Uh, and so those sessions again, in person or over the phone because energy is energy. So um, I have a particular um, affinity for PTSD issues. Uh, moving, it's it's a, a pleasant task. Um, I've been working with kids lately too, which is, um, I go in phases with working with kids for whatever reason, but I do enjoy working with, with kids and um, uh, young, young adults, teenagers, and um, a lot of relationship issues, a lot. I see a lot of that. Um, career issues, those are the two biggies. And then I would say medical issues would be the third. Um, and then, of course, grief, um, issues with grief. So that sort of thing comes in. My readings tend to be uh, very, very psychic. Um, and, and I very much can tap into a personality like the back of my hand. Um, and so I do that. Um, and then, you know, we even dearly departed as well. So um, bringing healing and, and the words are empowering. They come from Holy Spirit. Um, and I don't say scary things. Um, we weren't trained that way, uh, you and I. 
we were not trained that way. There are some mediums that can sometimes do things like that. And, uh, but that's not, so my words are, are meant to be encouraging, helpful, healing, and empowering. So, um, yeah, I, I also do events. I enjoy doing uh, like girls day out events. Um, I do reading parties, um, but I have, I have stipulations when it comes to those. So, um, all that can be found uh, on my website. Um, and if somebody wants to get my newsletter, they can go to my website and and, and get um, uh, subscribed to my newsletter. And I, I don't send those out too, too often. You can also follow my Facebook page, Cindy Summer Spiritual Counselor. You can follow me on Instagram, Cindy Summer Spiritual Counselor. Um, and in a, I also have a YouTube channel with... Um, Oh, quite a few videos on there. Um, and I've done a lot of work with um, the local TV stations in regards to um, dream work um, and, and, and some intuitive work as well. So yeah, happy to hear from anybody who's looking forward. There's a contact page on my website if, uh, if anybody's inclined to get in contact with me. So nice. Yes, you guys won't go wrong. Um getting a reading from Cindy. She's amazing. Thank Cindy, you. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your wealth of knowledge on your dreams. And, um, you know, I hope you guys found this very helpful. Um, and remember we are part of that divine and we can work together with the divine to help bring those messages in no matter what your skill level is, um, because we're all intuitive and we all have that divine connection. So, um, Get a good dream dictionary if you yeah. um, are so inclined to do that. And, you know, you can Google everything online now, which is great. Um, and just have fun and play with um, your dreams and have fun with it. I love um, playing with, with time and, and energy and how many divine beings can come in and assist and help whatever I'm doing for myself or for others. <laughs> Elizabeth says, yay, another YouTuber. Yes, Elizabeth, follow Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth is amazing. You'd want to follow her as well. But so thank you so much again. This was a fantastic talk. And hopefully we'll have you back in the future and we'll uh, come up with another topic. Yeah, thanks for the invitation, Michelle. It was a real pleasure. I enjoyed, I enjoyed our hour together. So thank you. Thank you, dear. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night. Namaste.